the last time I did a Lithos Bites on Stranger Things, I said it was going to be the last one. Well, I am back because there's been an overwhelming positive response to these Lithos Bites, and you know, I'd really be remiss not to discuss the most epic metal concert ever in the world. Yes, I am talking about Eddie Munson's iconic guitar solo playing Metallica's Master of Puppets. In the beginning of season four, we see a portrayal of how music is used to free and loosen people from the grips of the demonic. We see this with the use of Kate Bush's song, Running Up That Hill, A Deal With God. Well, it kind of comes to a climax in the last episode of season four, with Eddie Munson shredding his electric guitar, playing Metallica's Master of Puppets to distract and defeat demonic bats. Well, whoa, wait a minute here. Hasn't the church taught us over all of these decades that heavy metal music can be used to conjure the demonic? Well, yes, in instances it can. But I have to tell you this, I can do macrame as well that could conjure the demonic. It has absolutely nothing to do with the art form in itself. It has absolutely nothing to do with drums and electric guitars. It has to do with the heart behind the art. Remember that. It's the heart behind the art. And before Eddie embarks on this most epic metal concert effort, before he plays the first note, he says this, and it reveals his heart. He says, this is for you, Chrissy. So his heart is to defeat the demonic that took the life of Chrissy at the beginning of the season. So it's very interesting that they used the song Master of Puppets because this is a song that's about dominion and it's about control. In the song uh, produced by Metallica, it's about being controlled, being a puppet of these forces that cause you, you know, drug addiction and things like that. But in Stranger Things Season 4, we see a reversal of dominion and dom dominance here. In this instance, Eddie is using his electric guitar to exercise dominion over the demonic. They become his puppet. That sounds strikingly familiar to something that Jesus himself said in Luke chapter 10 at verse 19. And I'm taking this from the amplified version of the Bible because it really drives home the point. In Luke 10, 19, it's written, listen carefully. This is what Jesus said. I have given you authority that you now possess to tread on serpents and scorpions and the ability to exercise authority over all the power of the enemy, Satan, and nothing will any way harm you. So there you have it. Yes, heavy metal and electric guitars, even drums, can be used to exercise authority over the demonic. Why do you think that for so many years that the music industry has been moved by Satan to take this art form and divert it towards glorifying Satan in a lot of instances? When really, you know what? God, uh, God created everything. Satan didn't create heavy metal music. God creates everything, and again, it's the heart behind it. So how can an electric guitar, how can heavy metal be used to defeat the demonic? How can something so loud and brash be done to do such a thing, or used to do such a thing? Because we have been taught in our minds that everything has to be soft, it has to be quiet, 
and it has to be reverential. Well, you know, if we take a look at Psalm 66, David wrote this. He said, make a joyful noise unto God, all ye lands. Ah, there we have the heart. What is the noise being made unto? It is being made unto God. And the word noise in Hebrew here is actually quite interesting. It's the Hebrew word, Hebrew word sha'on, which literally translated means uproar or horrible tumult. A lot of people describe heavy metal this way as a horrible uproar and tumult. Yes, God likes horrible uproars and tumults so long as the heart is towards him. And when you have something so powerful as the sound of metal or the most epic metal concert ever, yes, it is going to have an impact on the demonic. And I have to bring this up as well, and I actually talk about this in a book that I wrote several years ago. It's uh, entitled Stones That Cry, God's Precious Metal. There you go. You can see it right there. You can get it on Amazon. And I talk about it a lot uh, in this book about the impact of heavy metal on the demonic realm and how it can be used to glorify God. But one of the things that I brought out there in the book that God showed me that was really kind of awesome to me is that uh, in David's time, there was an instrument referred to as the psaltery. It was a stringed instrument, much like the guitar that we have today. And in Psalm 33, uh, when the psaltery is referred to, the Hebrew word for psaltery is keely. Another word for keely is artillery. Keely can be defined as a psaltery or a piece of artillery. And when we think of artillery, we think of waging war. And that's exactly what Eddie is doing in this last episode of Stranger Things, is he is waging war on the demonic with Metallica's master of puppets. He's reversing the role. He's taking control. He's taking dominion over the demonic with his electric guitar. What a perfect choice for his song. And in researching uh, the production of Stranger Things, they purposely picked this song for this scene. It wasn't just like, hey, let's throw Master of Puppets in there, where Eddie becomes the Master of Puppets. So who is in control? Who is in control? Is it, is it us or is it the demonic? This is so interesting, too, because, yes, the psaltery, the guitar, is a weapon of war. So while good old Nancy, Steve, and Robin are using their sawed-off shotguns, and their Molotov cocktails to destroy Vecna, Eddie is out there with his weapon of choice, his axe, his battle axe, the electric guitar. We actually have some experience with this as well. We saw something similar to this just a few weeks ago in Charleston, South Carolina during Get Revelation Rock Fest 2022. We had all sorts of genre of music out there glorifying the Lord, and it was awesome. But it's when we started to bring out the heavy with the band Red Calling on stage. That's when the warfare began. We started to see deliverance. We started to see the demonic lash back. And we started to see people starting to get freed up as we rolled out the heavy artillery and started opening up the portals of heaven. There was warfare going on. And I am going to have Christina, a good friend of ours and a major driving force behind Rockfest, who was there on the ground, share with us an eyewitness account of what she saw going on in the heavenlies as we were putting on our most epic metal concert in the world ever. <laughs> 
Christina, thank you for joining us for this edition of Lithos Bites. You were on the ground getting a view of everything that was going on during Get Revelation Rock Fest. And when it was all said and done, and I called you, I said, Christina, what in the world was going on out there? You mentioned to me that as Red Calling came up, one of the heavier bands that we had. As a matter of fact, everything was just kind of kind of even keel and going and everything was glorifying Jesus, which was great. But then we brought out the heavy with Red Calling and something happened. Can you share with us what happened at Rockfest as we started to increase the artillery level? Absolutely. So yeah, just as you, you mentioned, it was like, you know, everybody was out. We were having a great time, enjoying some great music, lifting the name of God. All of this is going on. And then it was like, all of a sudden, there was just this intensity in the atmosphere. And um, I remember even around that time is the time when I kind of looked over at you and it's like, Glenn, you all right? And you're like, not really. <laughs> and so we went into prayer and there was just all this intensity going on. Um, and then I realized that Red Calling had gotten up there and the moment they started um, you know, just going in with their, their instruments and singing. It was like, it was almost like you could hear the clashing of the swords as, you know, I just, I picture like this, this great green field, you know, they always portray in those medieval type movies where, you know, the two, the two opposing sides are finally meeting and everybody's got their swords out. And it was like in that moment, you could almost feel and hear the swords clashing. Um, and it went on for a while. Um, there was just intense spiritual atmosphere. Yeah. And after Red Calling was up there, that atmosphere then again shifted as a result of the warfare that was going on. Can you tell us a little bit about the shift in the atmosphere that you saw and you sensed as well? That was the best part. Um, yeah. So there was a couple of things. So the one thing that did happen was um, there was a few bands that played. There was a lot of intense warfare going on. And then there was one point where um, the last trumpet got up. And as they began to declare, they actually did a, um, their own version of a song um, by a guy the name of um, Jason Upton, who's known for his worship. But they actually um, really meddled one of his songs up called Freedom. And as they declared that song, and what's so cool about that song is it's about, you know, declaring, you know, to Pharaoh, let God's people go. And so they were declaring that song. And as they did, it was like suddenly there was another shift. And this time it just felt like, man, we've broken through the walls of the city and we've officially taken possession of it, which totally lined up with the word that the Lord had given us leading into this rock fest, um, that it was the year to possess the land. And so it was just really amazing to actually tangibly sense that possession taking place where we were, were taking possession of the land. And one thing I thought that was so beautiful was totally spontaneously all of a sudden there was like in front of the stage, all of a sudden there was just all these people with these flags and in unison, they were just, and it was just this, this victorious moment. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It was incredible. You know, you didn't know this, 
and until afterwards when we compared notes when we were done during that time of intense warfare there were a couple of things that i was working through during the event we had somebody that fell off the wall and had to call ems during that time and we also had somebody that was stung by a bee during that time as well so all of this crazy stuff just all of a sudden starts happening so i want to kind of boil this down for somebody who may not have as keen a discernment as you do because if somebody just came out there during uh, coming from a very religious background, all of a sudden you've got very intense electric guitars, very intense drum beats, and there's this warfare that's going on. Somebody might be like, oh, well, they've just conjured up all the devils. <laughs> you know, that might be the perception. But that's not what was happening. Is that correct? That it was an opening of the heavens where the angels were coming through and actually there was a clash between the angelic and the demonic? Absolutely. And I think, you know, the, the evidence is if you really stick around to see the breakthrough that came afterwards, um, and you know very well that when um, Laura's group, um, Warriors uh, of Light, when the Warriors yes. of Light got up there um, and they began to declare just the love of God, Jesus, his victory, all of that. When they got up there, there was yet a third major shift in the atmosphere. And this one, you would really have to be blind to, to, to not notice yes. because it was in that moment that there was just such victory that a lot of us were standing up in the front and there were actually some tears in that moment of just like, Oh my, like, this you could feel the victory you could feel the triumph you could feel like we did it this wasn't yeah. about an event you could physically feel just the the lightness in the air it was just like we had we had stepped over into something really beautiful and and like you're saying you know to your point about people that might not understand you know the things that are happening in the unseen world um you know, the evidence that comes out in the fruit when you hear like, you know, what came out of an event like this, um, you know, how many times have we gotten so many um, stories of how God moved on someone's heart? Yes. I mean, even just that day uh, during a lot right after a lot of warfare, I had the privilege of being able to pray with an entire family, a mom and all of her children and lead them to salvation. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that itself is evidence of the fruit of the warfare that was going on at this event. Yeah. And that time that you were praying for that family for salvation, that was when Red Calling was on stage, when all right. of that was going on. It was just an absolute whirlwind that was going on. Yeah. And the good news is we're going to be back in 2023 on May 13th with Rock Fest to do it all over again. So Eddie Munson's electric guitar in Stranger Things defeating Vetna's, Vecna's demonic bats. Yeah, it does happen in real life. And that's a fact because Christina and I and those that were at Rockfest saw it. And thank you, Red Calling, for engaging in such intense warfare to liberate souls. Yes. So yes, God does use yes. hard rock and heavy metal and electric guitars. He really does. To defeat the <laughs> demonic because really it's does. not the art. It's about the heart behind the art. And that is the key right there. Yeah. Yes. Christina, thank you for joining us. And until next time, we've got some more Lithos Bites coming. Until then, peace out and rock on. That is a war, Lord God. Will you ask?
Lord God, that the clouds of darkness be pushed back. And Lord, I ask today, today, Lord, I ask for your church to arise. Hallelujah. To arise.